Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto? Don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Honey had a mere smile. She knows about uh, body as a temple and she knows that I look after my body and, well, she's back. The Black Ferns made their long away to return to the test arena this morning when they took on England and Exeter. But unfortunately, we're a fair way off the pace. Going down 43-12 in a brutal match. Honey hit me a smile as a former Blackfern. And she was on Sky Sports coverage this morning, calling the game with Carlton Nana, Ricky Swinell, our own Ricky Swinell. Good morning, honey. How are you? Uh, Maureen, is there? Yeah, all good, thanks. Still, uh, still keeping the yep. eyes open after, after a late <laughs> one. <laughs> what time was wake up? What time were you up for that game? Early start. Yeah, cool time was two o'clock, so I left Hamilton oh. at about oh, twelve thirty to get up there and get through the border, cross over thingy, and then into the studio and yeah, get into it. So yeah, it's, it's been a long night. <laughs> oh, you'll be you'll be ready to hit the sack. We really appreciate you joining us here on the Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Baz is, is with me this morning. Uh, we'll talk about Good that morning, game. Honey. That game and We'll, we'll talk about the, the, the game. Um, what was your take? What were your initial thoughts from that performance? Obviously, you can read a lot going into the scoreline, but um, did you see a lot of positives from the Black Ferns? Obviously, been out of the game, Test Arena, for two and a half years. What just? What was your take? Yeah, I suppose the, the, my initial thoughts are around the, the significance of the game. Obviously, there's a lot of hype around mm. it, it being the 100th Test match test match for the Black Ferns, yeah. so there was a lot of hype around that, and I think for for the players, for that 23 that got named for that, that was you know, quite a, I suppose, significant milestone for them as well, to play in that mm. 100th match, and and I thought um, initially, I was, I was a bit nervous about the team that was named with nine debutants, and you know, there, yeah. was, there was a lot of, I suppose, chat around the Black Ferns going in a little underdone, having not played for you know, over two years, um, and obviously the result probably did show that they're a little bit off the mark. But in terms of, you know, positive, I, I think there's just probably just a little bit of leadership that needs to, to um, needs to be tidied up a bit. It seems like we lacked a little bit of direction. And, and I heard you guys mm-hmm. chatting earlier about the All Blacks game and the pressure that they put on Wales. You know, they kind of stifled them out of the game. And I felt like that's kind of what England done to us in terms of, just that yeah. constant pressure and, and their defence was so dominant. Uh, yeah, there was there's a, a few key areas, I think, that uh, the Glenn Moore and, and Wesley Clark and the likes will go away and really need to work on uh, for the girls to get up for next week because, you know, they've only got six days turnaround and they're, and they're back out there for the, for the second match. Mm. Physicality has been a big factor of the Black Ferns. They've always been physically demanding on on defence. You know, the set piece has always been pretty strong and up front. Of but I just noticed the like England were getting a lot of leeway around, the, especially the particular ruck, uh, the the mauling area around the goal line. They were mauling really well, 
Um, defensively, they were getting over the Avaris line. So for, for you, would that be a, was that a mindset thing, or was it just a, a case of we just haven't been we've been out of the game for a very long time now, and we you know we need time to build on that. Yeah, I think it played a huge factor. I think we were we were um, out muscled in, in a number of areas uh, on the field, and, and the physicality was a huge part for me. We've always been that kind of real dominant physical yeah. team, and it just seemed like we were a bit more passive defensively, and our you know the kind of a line speed there, but there was no sort of big contacts or. Um, I think we lacked numbers and tackles and, and just numbers in and around that breakdown area. We got a couple of turnovers here and there, but yeah, again, physicality for me was probably the, the major uh, work on that. I know uh, GM and, and the likes will be really nailing into the girls. I think the bench that came on um, seemed to have mm. a bit more enthusiasm and, and energy in that area and seem to want to sort of roll their sleeves up and, and get stuck in. But for me, just bringing that physicality and that real aggression, you know, it felt like as the scoreboard pressure started to build, you know, they just got into this real defensive mindset and just were happy to stay on defense and just continue to defend. And so when we did get any kind of ball, it was like really mm. unorganized and all would kick the position away. And, it, yeah, it was definitely these... Um, there's uh, you know, a lot that the girls will take on. And that, they'll be disheartened with that. It's probably one of the biggest scores any team has put on the Black Sands in a long time. Mm. Honey, it's Baz here. Do you, think, do you think it was a case of the anticipation of the game, the build-up, the emotional toll that it can take looking forward to something so much, and then being hit so early by, by the England side, it just set New Zealand back? And do you think there's there's a ability for the girls to be able to respond and get themselves um, back back together and, and get their game plan sorted move for the next game? Yeah, I, I, I know obviously personally a lot of those girls, and I think that that will be the mindset. Like, they'll be wanting to really, uh, I suppose, put a stake in the ground for next week's game to say, look, that wasn't good enough. And um, and we know what we now need to do to, to move forward. I mean, they've got a couple of other... Well, they've got a squad of 34 over there. And I'm sure you'll see a number of changes coming uh, for, yeah. next, for the next 23. Um, some of the, the debutants that came off the bench, I thought, have earned themselves a start. And, and uh, GM's not afraid to make those kind of changes as well. So I think we'll, we'll see that. But I think... Yeah, you're absolutely right. The emotion's got to take, be taken out of them. They've just got to be able to focus and, and really get some, a lot more uh, energy and, and effort put in. And, and that aggression, I think, for me, is a big one. You've got uh, players, obviously, like Porsche and Woodman and, and Kelly Brazier still to come to the fold. The experience of Carla Hallheffer and a few other players that I know that they'll be just you know, hanging there really, really to say, yeah, I can do the job. So, you know, get me in there. Yeah, nice, honey. I look forward to seeing a bit of a black backlash uh, leading forward. But uh, I just want to take you back. I want to take you back. Hindsight's a great thing, and we've probably already covered it, but I want to talk about it. Do you think the factor that these players were left out of Farah Palmer Cup and they, they lacked um, game time and, and getting that contact, there's nothing better than playing games getting that physical contact, that played a big part in, in maybe this? Yeah, I mean, I think it's been, um, you know, well covered in the fact that, you know, the girls haven't had a lot of game time. You know, they're 
for yep. the Auckland lot, you know, they were pulled out of the Farah Palmer Cup because of the, the lockdowns and then the girls, the team that were allowed to play, they were pulled out of the, the semis and the finals and you, you're totally right, you, you can't beat match, you know, game day and, and match mm. fitness and um, although, you know, you sort of saw early on in the game, it was really England that was sort of sucking in the the water and, and looked a bit fatigued, but I reckon they eventually just wore us down um, and mm. we just kind of sat back on our heels, really, and let them come at us. We weren't sort of, you know, that, that aggressor that went forward. And uh, I know, like, you know, looking back, as you say, the last World Cup, I mean, everything was based around defence and that real ambush, that real line speed and in their face and just giving them no room. Yeah. But to me, it's like they constantly had numbers on us you know, would rush up and then be left short on one side and we weren't getting around the corner enough. So, yeah, a few key areas, I think, is, uh, will definitely all start with the defence. Yeah, I love that. I love you. Thank you uh, Thank you for bringing it up. When Holly Aitchison scored her try and uh, they had, like, probably seven more players out wide, so the ability to get, uh, you know, play with width, I'm talking about England here. England, you've got to take your hat off to England. They are very impressive with their game plan, they, they had a game plan, they went in, they executed it, and when Holly Atchison scored her try in that second half, and seeing the players that they had out wide, it just felt like they they had players in every, everywhere covering the whole part of the field and were, had, had the Black Ferns under pressure. So for them, you've got to take your hat off to England. They brought a great game plan, they put executed and they put the Black Ferns under amounts, uh, huge amounts of pressure. Yeah, absolutely. I think they did, you know, all the basics really well. Like, it wasn't the most flashiest rugby game. And, uh, you mm. know, it's, it's, to me, they just, they stayed really tight when they needed to. And then when they needed to go wide, they were exposing the 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 Black Ferns. Um, you know, they were misreading the defence quite a few times. And actually, the, the, due to a couple of ball handling errors, I think England probably left a few more points out on that field. Um, just through ball handling areas because they had caught the Blackburn short quite a few times in terms of those numbers out wide. Uh, yeah, just I look at sort of, to me, I look at the leadership and I know the likes of uh, Les Alder and, and Kings of Coxedge and, and the likes will carry a lot of that on their own shoulders and, and where some of that decision-making where they probably could have made better decisions. I mean, there was a massive issue with the line-out. So to me, it was like, look, look just go you know, go to the front because it's the only one that was working for you, but then they kept changing it up and I just think some of their option-taking, um, you know, they'll, they'll look at that and think, oh, yeah, we'll need to uh, change that up and be able to adapt a bit quicker to it, to what they're seeing mm. and what, are the, what, is, what the England was really throwing at them. Righto, throw yourself in that changing room tomorrow morning. What what are you saying to them, honey? What are you saying if you you got to get them back up, lift them off the canvas, get them ready to go again? What are you saying to them? Yeah, for me, it's just restart, reset. Um, you know, I'd be looking to give them, you know, at least a couple of days of big hitouts. You know, big contact sessions. I think some of the tackle, tackle tech was was poor. It wasn't it wasn't where it needed to be. So I'd be getting, you know, starting to really try and battle harden them up really and, and start bashing each other up a little bit harder I mean they've had two weeks over there um, so for me it's like throw the ball in and let's play ball rush and, and bash each other up and oh, really get you know, oh, honey. Each into each other because that is enough, beautiful uh, mate honestly like, watch honey play man you don't want to run straight at her 
You don't want to run straight at Honey, bro. Honestly, she'll snap you in half. Holy hecka. <laughs> oh, look, the, the girls oh. are robusting, you know, and they can, they can adjust to that, and they won't shy away from that as well, you know. Often when you come off a big loss like that, they want something like that to really give them that, that decent wake-up call. So I'd say a lot of them will be putting their hands up, like, yeah, let's just get stuck into each other now. So, you know, they've had all the sightseeing and all the lights like that, now it's like, okay, yeah, there's a reality check. Let's go bash each yeah. other up and really put our best foot forward on who gets the next 23 duty.